Alert, alert. This is a reminder that the Watch Out for Fireballs Summer 2015 Visual Novel Poll is still active. That's right, we are asking our Patreon backers to help us decide which visual novel game we should play this year. Your choices between Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, Ghost Trick, Hotel Dusk, or Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. This poll is only for Patreon backers, and it is open until Friday, June the 19th. That's only a couple days at uh, midnight Eastern time. Once again, that is patreon.com slash duckfeedtv if you would like to help us out. Thanks so much. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to a Watch Out for Fireballs Extrasode. It is a very special retro gaming extrasode. Yes, and this week we are reading your responses to both Harvest Moon and Sim City, uh, both games for the Super Nintendo that we talked about last week. Um, uh, but first, Gary, we have a little bit of follow-up from our Katamari episode. Oh, yeah. Late on me. Yeah. So um, this is C-Euro via the Something Awful Forums, the video games podcast thread there, saying, Woff, guys, you forgot to mention the best part about the king of all cosmos, which is the weird record scratch sound he makes when he speaks. I haven't listened to the episode yet, but, so I have no idea if anyone else pointed that out. Nope, they didn't. We just totally forgot to mention that cool thing that happens. Yeah, I just I, I just forgot. Yeah. We didn't talk about the sound design in general in the game. We just talked about the music, mm-hmm. which, like... I wish we had because there is a lot of like, I mean, I guess we talked a little bit about the noises the people make when they get rolled up. Yep. And we talked about the guy going, called off, called <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, which I oh, appreciate. The, like the plinks and stuff, like the fact yeah. that everything is really, really uh, kind of like signal. Yeah. yeah. That stuff is actually very good as well. Just another reason. I mean, I guess we didn't, didn't pour quite enough praise on mm-hmm. Katamari. So we'll go back and edit in. <laughs> some more, some more worshiping you want to record you want to record that episode again tonight yeah let's let's just do overs okay eventually we just iterate it's like the worst idea of all time podcast but just for <laughs> the you know one one of the best games of all time <laughs> over and over. Yeah. Uh, moving on to responses about harvest moon david says via contact i have a lot of fond memories of harvest moon from when i was younger my brother and i would switch off and abuse the hot springs and the fact that the day didn't roll over to gather all the wood we would need and get the farm set up for the first few days I always ended up with Anne, as a nine-year-old me thought she would appreciate farm life more than the others, since she was a bit less girly than the rest. I love the series and still pick up the new releases. They are great zen games. Rune Factory 4 is technically a spinoff, but it's my favorite, since I can farm and dungeon delve. What is the most recent Rune Factory? Because I'm I'm really intrigued by this. Wow. (laughs) I don't remember. 17, 18? Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, the de- depths depths of depths of root farm. Yeah, root yeah. factory four. That's three DS. Like that's relatively recent, but yeah. I'm sure it's like forty dollars on the eShop. So fuck. Yeah, and 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 if you can download it, if you have enough space in the fridge to mm. download, they had that that sale, and I tried to download Resident Evil Revelations. Oh yeah. I thought, well, I played it on my three DS because I haven't. I got mm-hmm. stalled on my, but it's the biggest game available for the three DS. Oh wow. For some reason, and there's you, the onboard card that my my game came with or my mm-hmm. system came with can't hold it oh i i, I, need... I upgraded to the to the max i got, oh. a, I got a 32 gig it's yeah good. I, got the max. I got the max i went, went there i got i got the uh, i had the i had the screwdriver the minute like the small screwdriver set i just i just popped popped a 32 gig it was no problem it was good yeah i i could have i could have <laughs> done that but I, I like the thing is with uh ds other than a couple of those weird sales like i like mm-hmm. to have uh physical carts because if i'm done with the game i want to be able to sell it mm-hmm um and uh i wouldn't do want to sell this because it was just going to be a, an impulse yeah. purchase and i'm the same way <laughs> like yeah. i looked at the physical cart i just hate worrying about space and it was worth the 15 dollars to make that happen yeah 
Yeah. I would, I mean, it would have been worth it to me too, but I mm-hmm. had no conception of like how big something was because it's oh, all yeah. blocks. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Because fucking it. Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, about this, I also I also ended up with Anne. Not mm-hmm. because I, I thought she would like farm life more, but just because she was a cool Donatello. <laughs> cool Donatello. Yep. Sexy Ninja Turtle. Sounds like a weird cocktail. Yeah. Give it a cool Donatello. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we have some responses that kind of mingle a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's pick up with Fred via contact who says, both of these games are an integral part of my SNES uh, experience. SimCity was uh, was one of the games that uh, made me want a Super Nintendo. Maps fascinated me as a child, and I used to draw fictional cities for fun, so the idea of building my own city in a Nintendo game sounded awesome. I used to borrow it constantly from my friend, and with the help of a code I found in in Nintendo Power that maxed out your cash, I let loose my inner Robert Moses. I I assume that's a city planning guy. I don't know who that is. I'm putting it in the show notes, but I won't know who it is until I Google it. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um... Uh, An interesting but little-known fact is that you can be fired for having your approval rating drop too low. I saw this when I showed my cousin how to do the money code and lowered the police funding until I was impeached. (laughs) As for Harvest Moon, my seven-year-old brother sniped me out of purchasing it by asking for a six-month advance on his allowance. Um, We had both been hyped up for the game by Nintendo Power's coverage. It's the next awesome thing from Japan. It looks like an RPG. That was enough for us. Years later, I talked my girlfriend into buying it on the Wii Virtual Console, and she got hooked. For weeks, she gave me live updates on our crops, marriage, and chickens, until I got an angry midnight phone call after she finally finished the game. Apparently, there are win conditions that have to be met when your parents return, and she hadn't met them. She was pissed that she spent all this time building a family and a farm, only to have her parents come home and shit on them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome like i, I like little kids stories mm-hmm. and i like stories about impeachment me too um yeah and virtual uh like couplehood like that like mm-hmm. it is fun like uh you know i've had that experience a couple times where you're with somebody and then they make a little version of your relationship <laughs> i've had that game. with the sims it has never worked out no yeah, oh yeah, that god you so, just get drowned. so so many girls use that as like like just like an omen of portent yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but luckily you can just build a wall around the person yeah why did you like, kiss sylvia I, I i don't know sylvia i don't know she was thinking about airplanes and i was thinking about airplanes <laughs> it just came naturally <laughs> um matthew says by contact <clears throat> might be considered a form of blasphemy but i never once played the snes sim city while growing up when i was younger my first introduction to the city was an awful port of sim city 2000 called network edition and it was in spite of these limitations of that port that i grew to love the city uh, the series i tried several times since to play the snes port but the limitations have always made any attempts a short venture i'd much rather play sim city 4 or city skylines to scratch my city building itch however if you want to talk about building farms then i can talk your ear off about that it was more than a year before harvest moon even came out uh, here in the States that I saw it advertised in Nintendo Power, and absolutely everything about the preview captured my imagination. It looked like so much fun. When I finally could get my hands on a copy, it didn't disappoint. Some of the systems are a little rudimentary, and there's absolutely no pressure to do anything during the day but dick around. The clock always stops running at 6pm, and that felt strange to me at first, but it, it became so invaluable when I need to expand my farm or water my crops. I don't want to run long, but I do want to mention that there is a surprising number of endings to the game. I want to say triggers are based on how much wealth you accumulated. In fact, one ending you can't even get unless you've maxed out every girl's affection, (laughs) have a shitload of money, and remain a bachelor. It's remarkably difficult to get. 
Harvest Moon made a lifelong fan of me. Uh, it was one of the few game series I would buy on site, unseen, uh, and be sure of its quality. Eventually, that came to bite, came back to bite me, but the less said about Harvest Moon and New Beginning, the better. Despite that, I still love games in this style. They're just so satisfying. Hmm. We didn't really talk about the endings, but it's kind of a Fallout ending. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it, it's, it's really just kind of looking at you for uh, um, conditions you met. Yeah, we didn't talk about the endings that much because I didn't get to them. Like, I stopped mm-hmm. playing because it takes a long time, and I'd played it a lot when I was younger. Yeah. When I was young, I got exclusively shitty endings because I didn't know <laughs> what I was doing. Yeah, you weren't optimizing. So, not at all. Stupid not even kid. Remotely. One way or another, I wasn't making money or being happy. I was just, like, you know, <laughs> hanging out and planting stuff and watching, like, $300. Jesus Christ, it's more money than I've ever had in my life. This is wonderful. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So 100, a slick Benjamin, 200, a cool double Hondo, 300, more money than I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) That is totally a something awful joke that I quote at work and people don't know what it is because I'm a fucking weirdo. You know what? I don't know. Maybe you can tell me the origins of this internet joke. Do you know where the beginning of the butthead and his son Beavis came from? (laughs) No, but it sounds delightful. Tell me more. There's not that much more to it. It just always makes me laugh. Like, it's an internet Twitter thing, and like everyone's all be like, somebody will be like, yeah, watch that show. You know the one that features Butthead and his son Beavis, and then somebody was like, millennials only think that uh, Beavis is Butthead's son because it's impossible for them for them to think of a male friendship that, that that's that close without being family. And I was like, so it's definitely a thing. There's some something out there about Beavis being Butthead's son. And for some reason, it's really, really funny to me, but I can't find the origins of it. But, but according to Beavis and Butthead to America, they're brothers. Yeah, they, I guess that that is that is true. But they could be son, they can be son brothers. I've seen Chinatown. I know how this works. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Man, Harvest Moon was in the beginning. This art style is execrable. Yeah. Wow. Look at this. At least oh, on the, the box. New beginning? I, I will. Yeah, no, it's uh like in game it's fine. Like it's it's kind of like Final Fantasy VIII level fidelity, but um but the actual like anime hand drawn concept kind of stuff, boy oh boy, this is like a free to play game. Oh, that is pretty rough. Yeah, this is bad. It's like Gary. a Korean MMO. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> very airbrushed. Uh, you know the cover for Harvest Moon 3D, a new beginning? Uh-huh. Is delightful. It's all just cute animals. Oh, okay. And then you get llamas. Huh. Uh, you're not bothered by the two horrible looking people on other side no no this one is all animals this is a different cover okay um maybe it's the japanese cover oh it's the european cover Hmm. the european cover with peggy three (laughs) is very cute Hmm. anyway (laughs) thank Mm -hmm. you matthew Greg writes in via contact saying both SimCity and Harvest Moon are not only some of the best games on the SNES, but are personal favorites of mine, ones that I still go back to on a regular basis. I established myself as a strategy slash simulation player at an early age, starting with games on my C64 and going to the Koei games on the NES like Nobunaga's Ambition. Civilization on the PC was also a huge influence uh, for me to the point where it got me interested in history and ending up, uh, I ended up majoring um, in uh, history in college as well, and going uh, in for a master's for it. Uh, but if Civilization was the left leg that helped me, that helped mold me in uh, a lot of ways, then SimCity was the right leg. The SNES version took what was already a good game and made it ten times better. The soundtrack is great with really memorable tunes and uh, that start off slow 
uh, and easy uh, for your new city and then get more and more frantic and fast paced as your city grows. Uh, the addition of Dr. Wright was a great way to get new players into the game, perfect for kids, and also gave veteran players like me extra insight into what made the game tick. This was a great game to have at launch for the system, and, uh, and Nintendo did a perfect job um, in making the game easy uh, to play uh, and fun and challenging for all ages. Uh, it was smart to bridge the gap between PCs, which were seen as expensive and forbidding, and consoles, which were seen as kids' toys. Uh, this is still, to my day, uh, my, all favorite Sim, my, my all-time favorite SimCity game, although I have played and enjoy many more in the series. As for Harvest Moon, I bought the game with hard-earned money shortly after it came out and never regretted it. Right from the start, I loved it. It's so weird, so unique, so goofy. Who could ever think a game based on farming could be fun? I mean, really, it's so damn weird. I have a good friend from Canada who grew up on a farm, and she did many of the things in the game day in and day out, growing up, uh, helping her family with the farm. Um, and I was even able to get her hooked on the, uh, playing the game, uh, which she didn't believe herself. The quality, of the, uh, the quality of the other games in the series has varied, uh, but this one is still my all-time favorite Harvest Moon game. Uh, the one for N64 was very good as well, almost as good as this one, uh, and the first Harvest Moon game for the PlayStation 1 reminded me a lot of the SNES original. The later Game Boy titles were impressive also, considering the platform. I'd suggest anyone new to the series uh, start with this game, the SNES one, and then graduate to the N64 or PlayStation 1 versions. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good, uh, good, good advice. I like the idea of um, you getting your friend who's a farmer to play. Yeah. It. Because one of the things I was thinking about when I was trying to uh, express the appeal of Harvest Moon is that, like, yes, it's not an action-packed thing, but it's still very alien to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's this is still like a life I don't have. Yeah. You know, I don't have this relaxing, simple life about commuting with nature. Like, if it's an escapist fantasy, why do I want to always escape to you know Planet Zebes? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I want to escape to like you know, just a different life on this planet, you know? Yeah. And that is, uh, that's, that's valid and neat. And it's weird for me because like part of growing up is getting more and more stuff that is like Harvest Moon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I just moved to a new place and I have a deck and I'm like, I'm going to put some potted plants out yeah. there and I'm going to take care of those every day. I'm going to wake up at six 30. I'm going to walk out and I'm going to water those plants before the sun really hits them. That way they're there. And I'm going to go about my day and make my coffee. And I'm going to do all these other chores because I love doing chores because I guess harvest moon taps into something basic in me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. So I get that. Um, we have some Sim city specific, uh, responses as well. Graham says via contact. I was born and raised in SimCity. Specifically, I was raised in SimCity 2000. Round them parts, I say. My tale begins like any other Sim. I was talking about airplanes to Mabel's, and I says, airplanes? She so, says airplanes. So I says to Mabel, it says. Train? Qatar? Um, anyway, Graham continues. Uh, but I was willing to take a look at an earlier entry in the franchise, even if you guys chose a console port of a PC guy game. Honestly, I assumed that an SNES port of SimCity would be shovelware. But on the other hand, I was curious how a city simulation game would fare on the restrictions of the SNES's hardware. One of my weirder interests in game development is developers doing the most with certain restrictions, doing more with less. After completing a playthrough of SimCity and failing to reach the 500,000 population, I went, on, I went on, that's, yeah, that's the Megapolis. <laughs> um, I went online to read up on some of the strategies and wasn't surprised to find several guides dissecting the mechanics of SimCity to produce the most populous city possible. You see this with many city building games, but SimCity's 
simplicity, it makes it easier to get down to the nitty-gritty of game systems and really analyze strategies and patterns. While I still prefer the lady, later entrance, the lady entrance, <laughs> whoops, while I still prefer the later entries, uh, as opposed to the SNES edition of SimCity, I appreciate how different and simple it was. Frankly, I prefer SimCity's lack of water construction over SimCity 2000's pipe-laying sideshow. SimCity SNES is a great rendition of the franchise at the beginning of the Super Nintendo's era, no less. It's a great example of simplifying your game for lesser hardware while at the same time being a lot of fun. You know what um, SimCity SNES feels like to me? Hmm. The DS version of um, Sid Meier's Civilization Revolution. Oh, sure. Like, that's a port of an already simplified version of a very complicated game, but it's incredibly capable and includes all of the ideas from that. Yeah. Right? And it does a really good job of it in much the same way this does. Like, I'm, you know, the more I think about it and the more, you know, we get, the, the further we get from, like, me actually playing it, having talked about it, like, I'm really impressed with how good that port was. Yeah, it's 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 very good. And part of the reason, it's not just that, like, it is, what it is, is it gets down to a core. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what is the, what is good about SimCity? If we can capture that, then we're, we're golden. Yeah. You know, and it does that really well. I really just wish I had a mouse. Dear God, yeah. I wish yeah. I had a mouse. That would help but, a lot. But, you know, it's hard to hold that against the game because a mouse wasn't made for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Eli writes in via contact, and this one is entitled um, My Torrid Pass with SimCity for the SNES. So this should be fun. Um, I've had strange, I've had a strange relationship with SimCity for the SNES for nearly two decades. As a kid, I had exactly one experience with the game. The kids next door invited me over to play Super Nintendo at their house, and I remember spending a little while with SimCity. The game was fine, and I had a good enough time building a metropolis together. Yeah. Um, That evening, however, I had an awful nightmare. The details of the dream are long gone, but to this day, I remember it being so scary uh, that the next morning I went through my day to identify um, anything out of the ordinary that I had done in an attempt to avoid doing it again, right? Trying to find it. Mm -hmm. Um, And because correlation always equals causation, it became clear that SimCity for the SNES had somehow wired my brain to deliver terrifying images in the night. I don't think the dream even had anything to do with the game, and I have enjoyed a healthy relationship with SimCity on the PC. Um, I avoided the Super Nintendo version, however. At least I did until you announced it on your show. I enjoy playing along with WAF, and at some point I'd come across, uh, I'd come to possess, rather, my own SimCity cartridge. I realized that now I am 29 years old, and that this is a dumb thing to be scared of. So last night, I fired it up. I felt weirdly uneasy for a couple of minutes. But that quickly subsided. And wouldn't you know it, the game is super fun. The controls work surprisingly well for the SNES City Building Simulator. Um, and I looked, uh, uh, sorry, and I like the look of the advisor, Dr. Wright. Um, it's always nice to see that trademark Maxis flair kick in every now and then. All in all, it was a pretty chill time. So I guess this is a long way of thanking you guys for helping me cast aside 20 years of misplaced psychological association. Keep it up. Yeah, I, I've, um, I imagine that you're probably really terrified of gargoyles and quests <laughs> as well. So, so the, the watch out for fireballs, exposure therapy, summer of exposure therapy will continue. Not going to lie to you. At one point, somebody, uh, when I was a young kid, gave me a, an alarm clock that was uh, kind of like a piece of merchandise from the gargoyles cartoon. You know, sure. the one with, uh, with Jonathan, Jonathan Frakes. Frakes. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, that one. And um, it had the loudest sound to it, and I'm kind of scared of gargoyles <laughs> because it woke me up. Like, yeah, I hate the mornings anyway, but yeah. <laughs> but I had this gargoyles thing, and that was my only exposure to it. So the idea of gargoyles has always been unpleasant to me because of that. The uh, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know that movie? Yeah. It's, a, it's an anthology film where it's a little kid who's about to be cooked by Debbie Harry mm-hmm. and stops Blondie from cooking him because of uh, telling a story. I think I've said it before. I've talked about it on the show. But the third story is about um, this guy who falls in love with a girl who can turn to a gargoyle and eventually she turns him into a gargoyle. And they have gross, like, gargoyle sex. <laughs> and the whole thing is really unnerving and weird. Hmm. Like there is a there is straight up like a gargoyle on gargoyle fuck corridor that goes on <laughs> that you get you get front row tickets into. <laughs> it's it's really yeah, it's really unnerving. But they're like dusty, cracky skin. They're kind of wet. Ugh. They're like gargoyle shaped, but kind of kind of slippery. Hmm. If I recall, that could just be like uh, me after I splodged all over the screen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. that could just be my memories of it when I was having wet dream after wet dream about gargoyle town. But uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to rise to your bait, Gary. I'm not going to make this another summer come episode. <laughs> but this time it's on the TV. Uh, so it's different. Um, it, like there's nothing like it, you bring up that gargoyle thing. Like I haven't had any like I was scared of something that was definitely not scary moments mm-hmm. as a kid. Like I would get scared of shit, but it was all stuff that I thought was like, like the closest thing is like I haven't told it before with that gremlin story. Mm-hmm. But gremlins is like scary. Hmm. Like when I do it, it's real. Um, yeah, but well, like I was gonna say, like to be... you know, like so something that makes a very sudden noise, and you look at it in the dark because you have to touch it in order to make it stop. Like that's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But then, then just the association is the part that, like, yeah, I'm not saying it didn't happen to you or it's bad. I'm just saying I don't have a similar experience yeah. to to share it with. <laughs> so with you or uh, Eli. <laughs> being scared of some city but no like if you had a terrible experience as a kid you're probably going to you're probably going to associate it yeah 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 true um and finally just a, a one last kind of tangentially related note brian says by contact while this isn't about SimCity specifically, I thought I'd mentioned it uh, as a sim builder in general. The only game I've ever played in this genre was the LucasArts game Afterlife, where you made your own heaven and hell. I remember having a lot of fun with it, despite not understanding all the little details, like how the various religious beliefs uh, the people affected how I should be building my heaven and hell. I also really enjoyed the charm the game had, especially the angel and devil helpers. Though the opening with the over-exaggerated electric shocks and bulging eyes kind of bothered me as a kid. Unfortunately, I didn't have much time to spend with Harvest Moon before the due date, and I don't want to send in two comments that have nothing to do with the core games being discussed. I look forward <laughs> to hearing more about the game that uh, that started the series I came to love, thanks to an old girlfriend who introduced it to me with Magical Melody. Yeah. And people really like Magical Melody, too. That's a really well-thought-of one. It's a DS one? Yes, I okay. believe so. Hmm. People love Magical Melody. Yeah, um, yeah I haven't, I, I've heard of Afterlife but never played it. There are a lot of those little other sim things that I have played. So, like, I love Dungeon Keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Sim Hospital, Theme Park, as you mentioned. Those are all good games. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of Afterlife a lot. I've heard it's not as good as this concept um, mm-hmm. would lead you to believe. But, like, I want somebody to make that game really well, like, where you design your version of hell. Yeah. Even, <laughs> I don't even need to build heaven. Yeah. Like, I just want to build a hell. Like, uh, the hell from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey 2, where it's, like, <laughs> yeah. all this themed room is based yes. on... And, like, man, what if it was, like, you you do, like, a text adventure where you get to know a character, and then it becomes a sim game where you build their hell based on how you got to know them? Oh, yeah, and you're scored based on how much they hated it? 
Yeah, like, and you get you actually have something to you know base it on, or like mm-hmm. it's, it's five chapters, and each one you get to know a character, mm-hmm. and you know, and then you build their hell. Yeah, like you're a demon exploring their apartment, and then you go back and give your design plans to Satan. Mm-hmm. Let's indie go with this shit. Let's learn <laughs> indie games. That's a good. That's a good idea for a game. That's a pretty good game. Yep. Yeah. Get on it, us. <laughs> the um, one thing I really want to mention too, and just because, so nobody will call us out on it, because it's something I meant to mention in the main episode. One of the most fun things you can do with SimCity is build your city, save your game, and then unleash a bunch of disasters on oh, it. Oh shit! Yeah, like that. Because there's a disaster button. There's like a weird catharsis where you can just knock all <laughs> down all your Legos. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you have the dominoes and then you let it go. Yeah, and there, there's really no equivalent in Harvest Moon, which is kind of a bummer. Hmm. Like you can make all this order, but there's nothing you you can't just like save and fuck it all up pray to the hurricane fair yeah yeah there should be like hurricane mountain <laughs> and not the hurricane mountain that caused all those those beheadings in uh six flags great america yep. so different hurricane mountain man so many so, people get beheaded yeah exactly it's actually every part. single day yeah I and mean, we don't need to go down that that path again it's <laughs> yeah. happening right now though um <laughs> I... But anyway, um, thank you so much, everybody, for writing in. If you have thoughts on uh, Demon's Crest, uh, L.A. Noir, or Spider-Man 2, you can write those in at uh, duckfeed.tv slash contact. Uh, you should know that we, uh, or more, more accurately, I will edit these for length and kind of like relevance and content kind of stuff just to be better for broadcast. Uh, you know, know that they are read, but sometimes they need a little bit of doctoring before they get on the air. Yeah. So don't don't let that feel you bad if it doesn't come out with your original vision. The other thing is we have our uh, visual novel poll going on. Um, we're choosing between four different visual novels to do after those games. Mm-hmm. And if you want a slice of that pie, if you want to help us choose, um, you have to be a patron. Mm-hmm. So go to uh, patreon.com forward slash duckfeed TV. Yep. Choose between nine hours, nine persons, nine doors, ghost trick, Phoenix Wright, or Hotel Dusk. Every time I say 999, I always want to say nine hours, nine persons, nine days. Oh yeah, which doesn't make any sense because we already have nine hours. <laughs> yeah, there's already Maybe a, a time much in slower there. game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that one, at least personally, and I want to see what you guys think because, like, all of those are really good. Yeah, I will be curious as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here are uh, some of the deleted scenes. This is the week where we would need to announce the uh, the visual novel poll. Okay. Um, that sounds fine to me. Yep. Um, and for that, uh, I've got the four that we were talking about before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the ones there. But uh, there was some, there's really some clamor. I want to bounce some of these other ideas off of you, okay? All right. Okay. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, there's more in Tatsu. Okay. Uh, you may not have heard of this one. Uh, it's mostly PC. It's got a fan translation. This uh, it's a it's like a sexy furry summer vacation visual novel. Let me just throw that into Google. I'd rather you didn't. Right. <laughs> Both of us don't need to go down for this. Ooh. One of these is just a, a picture, like a lineup of furries, and then the background is like smoke vagina folds. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and, and like, and it's, and then there's not, there's anything wrong with it. It's all dudes too. It's a, it's a gay furry visual novel. Yeah, smoke vagina fold sounds like the like the like the most crass, like blatant, like like, like, like hip hop brag. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> yo, cool. <laughs> I smoke vagina fold. I smoke them shits. <laughs> I use vagina folds as rolling papers. <laughs> Labia minority. Result. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, okay. So I, I, let's let's put that one in the maybe pile. 
pretty rough. Okay. okay. Um, Tic Tac. This this one's got got a main character. Uh, he goes back in time uh, to before to, you know to before he marries his wife. That's pretty cool, right? Um, yeah. Except he does so in order to fuck his maid. Cool. Okay. Cool. Let's put that one in the maybe pile. Uh, Kara no Shoujo. This okay. one, it's, it looks pretty cool to me. Um, it's a hard-boiled detective story that takes place in uh, 1956 Tokyo, right? You got a little bit of that post-war kind of action. Yeah, I like yeah. it. <laughs> it could, like, could be like Snatcher, you know, um, except it takes place at, an, uh, at a private all-girls high school. Oh, that, that you know, girls have mysteries. I know. <laughs> I can get into that. Like, <laughs> who, who am I to say that they can't? Yeah, girls can murder each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They can do anything a man can do. Yeah. I even heard they invented a pill that allows girls to get pregnant. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Whew. Um, we got we got Deus Ex Machina Demon Bane. This this okay. one I, th- I think it's like right at both of our alleys right here. Okay. It's like a, it's like a cyberpunk story that kind of cribs from uh, from like Lovecraft and Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. pretty like cool, that. right? Yeah, it's 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 about a detective who who thought that he left uh, his university life behind until he's drawn into a case involving an all girls university for training eldritch sorcerers. Pretty, okay, yeah, I'm sure that he respects their body autonomy the entire time. Yeah, yeah, no, let's put that one in the maybe pile. Moero um, downhill night blaze okay. got, got some anime blue perfect there. Uh, this is a game. Uh, you're, you're you're an all star racer. This is kind of like a combination visual novel uh, slash racing game. All that is also a panty shot dating sim. That is a panty shot. Like I literally just like one of the first images is like a girl laying on her back. Yeah. Um, who's been denied of her arms? Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, well, no. Like the, 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 that that's the that that's real. Four tires, um, one wheel, no arms. Do they replace the girl's arms with tires? Yes. We should do that one. I don't know why you're doing a poll. Yeah. No, it's the, it's the anime version of Turbo Teen. Yeah. Somebody I'm spilled done. the spicy curry on her. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, let's put that one in the definitely maybe pile. Okay. Um, a drug that makes you dream. That's a pretty good title, right? That is a good title. Yeah. So, so Kohei Kagami is a high school student who feels empty, transparent, and despondent inside, right? Yeah, I think there's, okay. yeah, I, I can relate to that. But uh, get this, his life is fixed when he meets three girls who are more broken than he is. Okay. Yeah. And one of them is, has ears, like fox ears, too. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the way in which he's broken. Yeah. All right. How, how about Harem Star Party? I, I don't know. I, I don't think it translates. Scene, uh, scene titles, All You Can Eat, First Kiss, The Great Escape, Feeding the Cat, Aiming oh for the no. Top, The Fairy's Prank. <laughs> Those are the different moves you can do in that game. <laughs> Feeding the Cat. Feeding the Cat. <laughs> yeah. Again, On the Roof. <laughs> Knowledge of Sin. Her Jigsaw Puzzle. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> we have so many more to get through. Harem oh, Star a, Party. Uh, right. I, I'm not sure how to. I'm not sure how to vocalize the star, but it's in. It's in all of the. I think it's like a Unicode character. Okay. Right? Our, our our protagonist is about to beat the demon lord in a JRPG. Right. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. But so yeah, you just got got, got a game, games about gamers. Right. We need more of those. Uh, mm-hmm. When the female stars of the game appear in real life. Right. Like I wrote a bunch of stories like that when I was in third grade. Like Sonic coming to chill out with me. You know. Sure. Yeah, um, and we find out they're trying to escape from the demon lord, but cannot remain in the real world unless they have sex with him. Oh, it's like a Stephen King novel. I know, right? It's like, like yeah, it's, it's like reverse misery. Yeah, so somehow, somehow you like it, but you don't like that. <laughs> Riddle me this, Ross. 
<laughs> like that's essentially the premise of it, you know. What the the they have to defeat the demon by having sex with each well, other. Well, well, yeah, I don't like that chapter of it. <laughs> okay, I know. I'm, yeah, I'm teasing you about that really dumb thing. Oh that yes, it, it's did. it's really stupid. I like it a lot. I don't like that chapter. All the seven year olds fucking. Yeah, it's ill advised. Gary, ultimate boo. Oh, so we'll put the we'll put that one in the maybe pile. Okay. Okay. Ultimate boo wars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bust chest continent is at war as strife breaks out between the big breast and flat chest kingdoms. Heart. This, that's this is great actually. <laughs> I, I this is pretty funny. Yep. Like that's pretty good. I you don't know the whole story. I haven't told you okay, the story keep, keep yet. Going. I'm just saying, like, so far, I really like this. <laughs> the protagonist loves all sizes equally and sets out to bring peace as a breast loving messiah. <laughs> That's that's pretty special. <laughs> Which breast loving Messiah? Like that sounds like a collab that we would do with like Tom Petty. Yeah, that's, that's oh man, ultimate boob wars. That's very good. Okay, let's put that one in the definitely maybe pile. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um so this one's a trilogy. It would be a little bit of a time investment, but exchange one, two, and three. Well wonder what they exchange. Mm, they exchange junk. Uh, okay. Because a man's cleaning a chemistry lab and a chemical spills on him, turning him, turning him into, oh no, a woman of oh, all geez. things to turn into. I'm yeah. sure it's really respectful. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure that's not, uh, you know, gross or yeah. troubling at all. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let, let's put that one in the maybe pile. Um, okay. My girlfriend is the president. I. That sounds fine too. <laughs> yeah. So like. <laughs> A little, a little on the nose, but <laughs> well, uh, it's a it, there, there, there's some kind of unpronounceable Japanese title that I will not attempt to pronounce. But yeah, the main character wakes up next to his longtime neighbor and lifelong uh, friend, right? The girl next door mm -hmm. type. Turns out that they're together now, and uh, that she is the president of the United States of Nippon. Oh, <laughs> glorious! Yeah, it's, it's, you know that like by including this, this is encouraging whoever's doing this, right? Well, yeah. Like I'm just just throwing that out there. Yeah. Like that, like we should we should include it, but whoever is <laughs> yeah, no, this is just stop. like yeah, whoever's doing this is just like all right, you know, I got them. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's uh, I... lots of Russell Brand shows up when you Google image search this. My girlfriend is the president. Yeah, like like it, you go down, it's lots of girls, then you go about one third the way down, and it's like all Russell Brand. <laughs> Weird. Was was he in that uh, that Uma Thurman Luke Wilson joint where the girlfriend was a superhero? My super ex girlfriend. Yes, I mean he could have been, but I don't think that's what this is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so we'll put that one in the maybe pile. Okay. <laughs> or you're you're thinking of uh, not Hitch, Hutch, Crumb, <laughs> uh, Tack. What is it? Hancock. Hancock. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there is my super ex girlfriend, but I think that that is not Uma Thurman. What? Or maybe you know, I mean I guess I'm getting confused. There, there are two like. Super girlfriend movies. Hmm. That came I mean, like like, like Hancock was was uh, was Will Smith. He was doing okay. Yeah, he yeah. Was, like he he was he was a reluctant, a reluctant superhero who had to be uh, goaded out of retirement by Jason Bateman. Yes, playing his yeah. character from Silver Spoons. But he has he has a ends up having a girlfriend too. Oh, like that ends up being the premise is like the other girl who's there is also super powered. And oh, like, I've never I've that's never the weird seen twist it. to it. I've never seen Hancock. It, it's it's a weird movie. Like it's not entirely <laughs> bad, but it's very weird. Yeah. So. <laughs> Gary, we have so many more to get through. I I don't know if we need to get through them all, Cole. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> well, we have to figure out what we're going to do with the poll. Maybe, maybe pick, maybe yeah. pick your, your top two from what you have left, and let's go through. I'll Google and search those. I'm sorry yeah. you had to go through this, but... <laughs> no. no they're uh, all, my they're, time is valuable, buddy. <laughs> there, 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 there are only two left. Okay. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Song of Saya. 
All right. Okay. So so a man has a car accident and the resulting brain surgery leaves him with horrible visions of a bloody and hostile world. Pretty cool. Like a Jacob's Ladder kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, his only solace is a sexy nurse named Saya who loves him. Okay. <laughs> also, like on paper, didn't sound bad. <laughs> like, I mean, they don't need to say that she's sexy, but like, that sounds fine. <laughs> so we'll put that one in the maybe pile. Okay. That's going to be the last one. Do you like horny bunnies? Uh, I do not like them. <laughs> So. A man is mistaken for a woman and hired at a hostess bar where everyone dresses as Playboy bunnies. I just searched uh, horny bunnies thinking that wasn't the title of it. And it brought up <laughs> the title of it, which is Do You Like Horny Bunnies? Yep. No, that is the title. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So uh, it's it's tough running. It's tough. <laughs> Stop yeah, doing that. This is going to be our worst poll ever. Yeah. <laughs> like Lowest this... turnout ever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> people will vote by just canceling their pledge there's a there's a very cute oh those aren't real i was gonna say there's a very cute like actual pictures of two bunnies having sex when you (laughs) search that but it's not real i saw an amazing video of uh apparently there there is like bunny racing and bunny gymnastic like competitions like oh here's a here's a course of uh, ever increasing ever increasing uh like high jumps that you have to take the bunnies along and it's it (laughs) It's adorable, but the people are kind of crazy in a way that is also adorable. Yeah, like talk about like when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Like uh-huh. that's what bunnies do. Yep. So I, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they just they just have them on a leash and then they run them up a course and they jump over the thing like no problem. And then at the end, whoever loses says, "You know what? I'm just happy that I was here to entertain these kids." And yeah, then all these I, kids like clapping their hands. Can I eat some some greens? Yeah. Yeah, bunnies are cute, but they're fucking idiots. Yeah, um, yeah, but whoever's doing that, please stop. You've yeah. got this is your moment in the sun. <laughs> know that we're not going to do your pornographic visual novel. Yeah, I'm also yeah. changing the form, so yeah, re-examine your life choices. <laughs> that, that, that's probably the last time that's going that's going to happen. So how can you change the form to prevent that? Oh, I just you, you just make different things required. Oh, okay. Make it basically make it make it like the abject suffering form, insofar as it's 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 easy for people to do the right thing and hard for people to do the wrong. Yeah, it just thing. takes a couple extra steps. Yep. Okay. And that I'm, usually I'm... that usually stops it. Cool. So. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our boy. Oh.